Hello and welcome to all the Dirty 30s out there. It's episode 26 of Beer 30. I'm your host, Luke McDermott. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Drew Gill. And again, today we are joined for our third episode by Nick Whitaker. Nick, Drew, what the fuck did we just watch? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not really sure. Um, I don't have a lot to say <laughs> at, at this moment. I'm interested to see if you guys bring up what you guys bring up. All right, Drew, what is the movie that we watched? Uh, Wonder Woman 84 is the movie specifically on HBO Max. Uh, okay. Oh, I'll do the No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. I thought, you were, I thought you would get to it after like oh. talking about oh, how no. weird that uh, it was. But. I watched a cat and a grown like woman in an eagle outfit scissor. Okay. <laughs> it happened and it it legitimately happened at one point. But here's I just want to I just want to make this point and we've made it before. First of all, let's crack them because like we need to do that to start it off. 3 2 1. Nice. In sync. Perfect. How the fuck are you going from fighting a Greek god to a goddamn cat? Okay, she's a cat with god like godlike powers. And like mm. every one of the world's rage. Mm. Well, it, he just pointed at one person's rage. But anyways, let's go back to the beginning. It starts off with Diana as a small child competing in an event for adults in Themyscira. And she cheats deliberately. Not deliberately. She just misses one like marker because her horse runs away. <laughs> but then she still thinks that she should be valid to win it. She ran into a bush. Yeah, so she looked back to see I how... gets leveled by a bush, and I love I, kids getting hurt. I <laughs> laughed out loud. If any human did this, I would have laughed out loud. But she looks back to see how much she's beating everybody by and gets absolutely leveled by a bush. Okay, I'm going to have to throw this in before all this, but spoilers, because we're like going to jump into this movie a lot. Okay, hold yeah, on. I feel like it would be a really boring conversation if we didn't do spoilers right off the bat. <laughs> Let's do a spoiler-free really quick. Okay, well, I'm just going to say, I'll, I'll, I'll add spoiler-free in the beginning. Not as good as the first one. Still visually interesting. I still enjoyed the sound composition. Um, the script was all over the place. Pedro Pascal, incredible. Kristen Wiig, incredible still. Gal Gadot. Not as great as the first one, but I think the script was the fault on that one. And then Chris Pine, all I gotta say is, what the fuck was that? Like he did a great job acting, but damn man, his his storyline was absolutely fucking pointless. Pointless. Oh yeah, like he, it was so weird. And then no, I'm gonna just, let Nick talk about how they bring him back because Nick was <laughs> Nick was visibly pissed about it. I just want to say that like his. The only reason he was there was to give Wonder Woman some semblance of, like, humanity. Yeah, and that's it. Like, well, we'll get to that part in spoilers, but, yeah, it was kind of dumb how they brought him back. And then, I don't know, the only thing I had written down was disappointing. Okay, that's good. <laughs> I think that's all we have for spoiler-free. So what I'll do is I'm going to cut that before, put it in, and then we'll jump back to where she's, like, running around as a kid and lost that tournament. Do you guys have anything to say about that? Because, like, I, I, I was – she's, like, um, her trainer, not her mom, but the other lady, that her aunt or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, from House of Cards. Yeah. She said, this puts even the most, like, fearsome or, her, like, heroic, like, strong warriors 
through the test, and then you have a seven-year-old, like, basically compete it, complete it with no sweat. It's like, these women should be actually ashamed of themselves. <laughs> it also didn't seem like they were in any danger at any point throughout that test or whatever. Yeah, so. no. Maybe swimming, maybe, yeah, because you, swim. yeah, because if you don't know how to swim, you might die. But It was, and then, yeah, the dive, I guess, because that's like, that was like a 100, okay. 200 foot drop. Do you guys think that she was going to like jump onto the front of the batarang and launch herself through that hoop? Is that what you yeah, guys thought was going to happen? Yeah, because the other women okay, looked too. like they went through yeah. the hoop. So no, I, I thought that the whole The goal. rules of the game were very like, you could not tell from it at all. I'll, from what I could tell, it was a test of unnecessary flips and here's what i'm going to say who could ride a horse while shooting an arrow and that's how i felt the whole movie the entire (laughs) movie (laughs) no that's like literally what it was there was like there was just these weird bits and pieces in this movie it's like i could understand a lot of it but it was like there's just some parts that are like, this is weird and so unnecessary for what's happening right now. It felt like one of those movies in like the, like 2012 when everyone got into parkour. Oh, like they were just shit. doing random flips everywhere. That's exactly what it was, though, because, like, also, and and you you learn more about this, but there's one point where it's like Wonder Woman's power is like super inconsistent, but then you learn that like. The whole premise is they find this stone that was imbued with the power of the God of Lies. So the God of Lies like imbued this one rock with this power that gives you whatever you want, but it also takes whatever your like greatest power is away. So it's like it's if you literally make... that episode of Rick and Morty was the devil. Yeah, basically. But there's no Rick there that figures it out. No, he's a devil in this situation. <laughs> but uh, so basically what happens is Pedro Pascal's character um, just grabs the rock and wishes to basically have the powers of the rock, which is like the ultimate loophole of a genie. If you wish for the powers of the genie without like the 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 restrictions, it's like I wish for your powers without the I don't restrictions. Know, that didn't work out for Jafar. No, but, but he never wished for it without the restrictions, though. Because here's here's what Pedro Pascal did. Pedro Pascal let everybody wish, and then what he would do is he would tack something onto the end of their wish that was like beneficial that was him. beneficial to him that would hurt the person that made the wish. So he would grab somebody, and then he's like, "What do you wish for?" Which is like super fucking uneventful. Can we just talk about how like wind blew in people's faces when they made a wish, and then nobody recognized it, and then. That's like all that happened. And then the wishes came true, and nobody asked a single fucking question about, like, all right, who's this dude? Yeah, they just accepted it. Like, that, uh, his secretary, when there was, like, nobody there to help out, and, like, his company, like, started doing really well and whatever. And And she, he goes, Don't you wish we had more help? She's like, Of course I wish we had more help. And then, like, four or five people walk in. He's like, You're hired, you're hired, you're hired. And their premise is they weren't even, like, coming in for that job interview yeah it's just like they were going in. the what the first guy that came in was like i was supposed to interview somewhere else for this I'm, job. i was supposed yeah. to interview for an accounting firm and he's like you're hired and it's like that doesn't make any sense yeah, he was probably question that at all well here's the thing first of all if somebody walks in and says i was supposed to interview for an accounting firm and somebody looks at me and says you're hired and be like no i'm just looking for the firm i was supposed to 
to interview at. I wasn't asking for a job. Like that's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like if I walked into a place. It was like, hey, I'm supposed to uh, uh, interview at some accounting firm here. Do you guys know where it's at? And, and like your hire is like, oh Thanks. no, that's not. No, that's not where I was yeah. going with that. And also, then this other guy co- comes in. He's like, is this the employment office? Okay, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's the unemployment office. Well, I guess you're you're looking for employment. Uh, but the, uh, is there an actual like? I think I, I think thought, meant like I, I think thought it, it meant was like, like you go to the unemployment office and they give you like. I think it means like within that like company. He was asking like who is like the uh, people who hire you know people who are in charge so he's looking for hr that makes more sense right that makes a lot more sense yeah. but i thought in my mind i thought like i'm looking for the unemployment office i was like you really missed the un there <laughs> and there was it was definitely all i heard was employment but that makes way more sense okay okay but basically what happens is pedro pascal wishes to have the powers of what's called the dreamstone which is a thing that's imbued by the god of lies and yeah. Dreamstone, terrible name. Sounds like a gay bar. <laughs> the Dreamstone, tell me it's not. <laughs> oh, man, I can't. <laughs> when he got the powers, the weirdest part was, like, his kid. Can we just, like, all agree that his kid was kind of out of place in this whole movie, and the only reason it was there was for the ending? Yeah, and you went to the bathroom at the ending when there was, like, the whole wrap-up between him and his kid. And I looked at Nick, and I was like, this literally pulls on zero heartstrings. I don't care about that child <laughs> one all. bit. And Pedro Pascal was an asshole this whole movie. The and whole I just, movie. like, and everyone's just going to forget how he almost destroyed the world. Like, yeah, okay. he's just in the middle of the field hugging his son. I'm like, where are the cops? <laughs> where are the cops to beat the shit out of someone when you need it? <laughs> okay. Well, um, I was going to say, during that moment, they were trying to, like, give some redeeming factors to Pedro Pascal. There were none. This dude was an asshat the whole fucking movie. And then he's like, but I love my son. It's like, no, you fucking didn't for 95% of this time. And then when you realize the whole world was going to fucking implode, you're like, oh, wait, my son. What movie did we watch where it was like the end of the world and then she's like, but that also means my daughter. <laughs> what was the movie? I was just thinking the same thing. Well, my daughter's going to die too. Yeah, that'd be included. It was Tenet. Yep, Tenet, yep, that was it. Yep, that's what we were talking about, yes. Yeah, the very strong Tenet vibes there. It was like, <laughs> the whole world's going to blow. But my kid. Tyson, hey yeah. little kitty. It's like screw millions of people, but my kid is also gonna die. Oh, now I gotta change my ways. So, all right, back to the beginning then. So right after she like doesn't win the thing, that yeah, we skipped a lot through there. We well, tend there to we yeah, we tend to do that. So she doesn't win because she's fucking seven years old and she's crying like a little baby about it. Yeah, like very. Well, oh, she's yeah. crying because she fucking cheated. She skipped a whole like you have yeah. to hit checkpoints in this race, and she skipped a checkpoint. She's like, well, why didn't you let me get the last one? It's because you didn't hit them all, you, you little crybaby. You don't win a Mario Kart if you miss a checkpoint. You ever play Mario Kart on whatever? I <laughs> come on, Diana. Okay, so then it goes to her in this mall and like the worst heist of all time. 
because the guy that gets the bag of like these ancient artifacts literally drops it, fumble fucks around like a moron. <laughs> yeah, fumbles the bag, fumbles a gun in the middle of a mall, which was the same mall as Stranger Things. Oh, absolutely, no a- question. 80s, yeah, we done with the 80s nostalgia yet? Now that we're in the 2020s, we on to 90s nostalgia yet? No, not yet. All right. I think we'll just skip. This was 84, so we got six years. Yeah, six more years (laughs) of 80 nostalgia. Uh, And she's supposed to be like secret or whatever. All right. She goes back to this later. She always says, shh, to the little kids she saves. It's like, okay, what the fuck are the adults going to (laughs) say? Also, like, later in the movie, she grabs kids. And tumbles through the streets with them. And then she's like, shh. And the kids are like, I can't fucking breathe, okay? Like, you just crushed my esophagus. Tumbling over. You just steamrolled my ass. I have soft bones, child. Also, I'm Arabic. I have no idea who you are. Arabic. Arabic. Either way. They're I have from, no idea. You're some white lady for from all that I care. She's not white, I don't think. No, but I no, they were uh No You know, but like Okay. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Other people in other countries that have art skin tone of white, they're just gonna be like, that's a white person. Also, in the subtitles it said they were speaking Arabic. So that like they might have been in Egypt, but it said that they were speaking Arabic. Yeah, so I was like I think. I wasn't trying to be racist or anything. I was just saying, like... I was just laughing at the pronunciation of Arabic. Arabic. Whatever. I can't pronounce anything if you haven't, pronou- if, if, if you haven't pronounced. If you haven't understood yet. Alright. Basically, she fucking tried... Like, she swings through and clotheslines these kids and should have decapitated them by the pow- the force that she's giving. serious and whiplash. Then she, and then at the end, she just goes, Shh, this is our little secret. And it's like... What's her little secret? First of all, ten people just saw what happened, and also these kids don't know who you are. So, what is the secret here? Like, what? Like, what is her? Sh- but, but to go back, she does this at the beginning with this little girl that, like, she like slides into a teddy bear. She winks and she goes, "Shh." It's like, what? What are you shushing about? I'm so confused by this whole. Four hundred like, people in this mall because it's basically the mall of America in here. Like four hundred people just saw you. Let's Apparently jump it's back Christmas. to this this dude that fumbled the bag. After he fumbles the bag, he just grabs a little girl and threatens her life by hanging her oh, over yeah. an edge. There, he's on, like, he's like, we're gonna be doing a bank heist, and he goes, you know what? I'm just gonna kill somebody, and not only somebody, I'm gonna kill a small child. Yeah, he's on the third floor of a mall, and he's hanging her off of the balcony, like about to drop her three stories down. It's like, this is gonna is what's gonna get you out of being arrested. Yeah, he says, he, no, I quote, goes, I'm not going back. He screams, yeah, like Nick just said, he screams, I ain't going back, and it's like, <laughs> what do you think this is about to do to you, my friend? I I just the uh, I knew like we just said unnecessary flips. Well, guy who is going to rob. Just like a, a, a black store, market jewelry, a jewelry like, store that's a front for a black market like, an, like a ancient artifact art, dealer. Yeah, artifact dealer. He just like he's nervous the whole time. Drops his gun. Yeah, and then like somebody sees a gun, everybody starts running. He just starts sprinting, and then 
just grabs a little girl. It just starts <laughs> like there was it went from zero to a hundred super fast, unnecessary flips, and like and then Wonder Woman just saves the day by again damn near decapitating a little girl coming in full force, grabbing her out of the guy's arms. Her powers like no, that's what that's. Yeah, I was curious about the same thing because it's like, how the fuck does she know this shit's going down right now, right here? She couldn't even fly yet. She learns to do that later in the movie. But she, but she can move really quick, Drew. Not unless there's lightning. She no. had to be like, no, no, okay, no. She had to be in, less than a few miles away, unless she's the Flash. No, that, no that's I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm just saying, like in this fight, in this fight, they showed her like move really fast. And like her lasso can catch bullets, which is kind of neat. We'll get back. Like that happens once. Her lasso is kind of like I can make this do whatever I want it to do. Yeah. No, her lasso is. Uh, it's the truth. It's Paul Pierce. The, la- the lasso of Paul Pierce. I'm fine with it doing. I'm fine with it doing whatever as well, as Apparently long as it, it just does- can't play an NBA game with a pants full. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm, yeah. I think pooping in your pants in a sports game is probably the funniest shit ever. I heard a take on this, that whole thing. I don't know how we're getting into the Paul Pierce pooping his pants thing from Wonder Woman. But somebody's like, what situational awareness to act like you're cramped up and like you're really hurt so guys like carried him off the court so he didn't have to stand up and poop fall out of his shorts i mean that is great awareness there's no way in hell i'm getting off the ground if i poop in my pants no i'll just i'll just be like i can't control my body (laughs) that's why i'm like oh my god i lost control (laughs) it's just like that that's where my mind would go i'm like well i just shit my pants i'm just gonna I mean, I'm pretty sure Lamar Jackson like, two weeks ago pulled a Paul Pierce. <laughs> he had cramps and had to go back no to the way. locker room. It was definitely a poop fight. Okay, the funniest thing I've ever had, and this is super hard, like like falls in from what we're talking about. I was playing AAU baseball when I was younger, and I watched somebody sprint from the outfield into the dugout. No timeouts were called or anything like that. Brown streak right down the back of his white fucking pants. Dude. And he's like, I need to be go I need to go. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you do. Like, Friend. Yeah, it's like there's no like you shit your pants. And everybody knows oh. it. Friend of my brothers ate it was an AAU tournament and he ate like Four, five, five or one bars <laughs> in between <laughs> games. He literally shit his pants rounding third base. <laughs> Mid run. The, the dude I know is just standing in the outfield. He's just standing there and he farted and shit himself. We're talking poop stories. Might as well just keep going. <laughs> Man, I have the hiccups. Excuse the hiccups. Good. Um,. Yeah. Oh, this is a drunk review. Yeah. When I got hired as a trainer at my the place that I work at, they were telling the uh, trainers that had been there a while were tra- telling me about a story of a drunk. God damn it. 
of a trainer that had to go to the bathroom really bad. And like when they got to the hotel, it was a new trainer. They were like running through the lobby to the uh, elevator. And then the other trainer like didn't understand what was going on. And they could see like this trail of poop. And I'm pretty sure that trainer quit. Oh, how could you not? How yeah, could you no. not quit that job? Yeah, no, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, no. Here's my thing. I've never, and I will knock on wood, and I will pray to whatever God there is that my butt will hold, will always withstand the pressure of my poop. Because I am genuinely worried that one day I'll just have to poop bad enough that what we were talking about happens. And that is the day that I'll have to move, change my name, and my identity. I I have pooped my pants during this pandemic already once, so like it's it happens. No, Drew. <laughs> I was talking to somebody that I couldn't like just be like, excuse me, basically. No, and I then finally I got Drew, done with the conversation and I tried to get to the bathroom as quickly as possible. I don't know no. of any person out there is worth talking to. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I now know that. <laughs> no, 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 no. If I was looking the president in the eyes, and I, any president, <laughs> any president that has ever lived, this president, I'd probably shit my pants in front of this one, current, this current president. <laughs> any other president. No, I would just, just look at him. shaking his hand. That's like the I biggest just look disrespect at him, I've ever heard. Squat and be like, this is what I think of you. And poop. But not pull my pants down. Okay, I'm gonna... Hold on, time out. I'm gonna just end this conversation. <laughs> no, but what I want to say is... There is no person important enough for me to say... Hey, I think our conversation is great right here. But I'm gonna shit myself if I don't fucking leave right now. I might not yo- use those terms. But I may be like... Um, I need to go to the restroom so bad. And if anybody heard that, they'd be like, "Okay." I don't think anybody would question that. Agreed. If if you if you Drew, if somebody came to you, like, agreed. I, I have to now. go to the be- bathroom. Look, I know this now. <laughs> no, no, no. You, you should have known this. this. You should have known this way before you shit your pants, my dude. I just exactly. I thought my butthole could hold, but you know what? I'll concede then. That's fair. <laughs> but what a perfect. You metaphor. need a tighter sphincter, my oh, friend. <laughs> what? Years of abuse. <laughs> okay, but what a perfect metaphor. We're talking about a DC movie, and we somehow get into different shitting pants stories. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. I was looking for another Wonder Woman movie, and unfortunately, I fell into another DC movie, and I was not excited by it. I feel like we we kind of got off track there with like where we're at in the story. I lost where we were. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure we're still at like the first bank heist. That was yeah, like five minutes into the bank. movie. Okay, basically, the first 20, 30 minutes of the movie, kind of unnecessary. We already know how badass Wonder Woman is. Like, we already have all like we know what she's capable of. It's just kind of setting the scene in the eighties. But Kristen Wiig is nerdy because she has glasses and she's wearing a long skirt. Yes, and then and then she takes into tights and is hot. Yes, she takes off her long skirt 
and removes uh, whatever those hair clip things are, and then she's hot. Yeah, and then it, it's like a Spider-Man, like Tobey Maguire situation where she doesn't need her glasses anymore at one point. And and this is just like, this is honestly one of the most overdone cliches ever. It's like, okay, somebody's super nerdy, nobody cares about them, everybody looks down upon them, then all of a sudden they get these superpowers and now everybody cares about them, they're super hot, they're super strong. Like It's like, this was super cliche. Her wish was to be like Diana, but she didn't know Diana was fucking Wonder Woman. So, like, she just wanted to be pretty. Well, Diana wasn't fucking Wonder Woman. She is Wonder Woman. True. All right. Uh, Valid point. (laughs) I'm sorry. But then, like, obviously, the powers and stuff came with it. And we'll get to it. I'm just going to read it. Uh, Then Diana's wish was for... Well, she actually didn't Steve ever Trevor back, which is still just she awful, never actually verbally dream. made the wish. She she just goes, "I know what I would wish for," while holding the stone, and then uh, a crew member put a fan in her face and blew air all over it. Yeah, but she didn't recognize it or realize that was happening because they're indoors and they're in the nerdy girls' office. I'm so sorry, nobody even recognizes. She does not have an office with a window. Every There's single person that makes a wish has wind blow in their face and not a single person questions it. It's like, where the fuck did that breeze come from? And we are indoors right it's now. It's such a dumb movie thing to do. Like, oh, wind blows? We get it. They make the wish and it comes true. We don't need the... Like, we don't need the wish. Yeah. Any any audio cue, any audio cue would have been just as good. We better, dare I say, (laughs) than a fucking wind blowing through your hair cue. Well, then Pedro Pascal at the end has a wind tunnel around him because of all the wishes that are being made at once. What is that? I just don't. I in my mind, Pedro Pascal like wishes to have the power of the stone, but it's almost like he becomes the god of lies. Because he wishes it's like, to become the stone, to become the stone, the yes. stone to become him. No, he wishes. However, it to, worked out. He says, "I wish to be you. I wish to the dream stone, something like that." Yeah, and he put it in his butt. Yeah. <laughs> no. Well, no. <laughs> yeah, well, what what, okay, we're gonna jump back a little bit. After Quis- Kristen Wiig wishes on the stone, uh, Maxwell Lord, uh, Pedro Pascal's character, walks into the museum that they're working. And is just quite drafty. Yeah, and and then he just like he's like, I want that stone, and then he starts making out with her, and then he grabs the stone, and then he sneaks out of the museum with the stone. And the question lies, where was the stone? And I think we all know where the stone lay. <laughs> where did the stone lay? <laughs> I mean, if you're make if he's making out with her, and he just grabs it in his left hand and hides it behind his back, like he's just gonna keep his his hand behind his back the whole time yeah. until he's out of the... Nick, he shoved it up his asshole. I mean, Come on. It's, like, it's bigger than... No, it's huge. It's like... <laughs> it's bigger than a normal... Like With multiple large points. Man's hands. Well, yeah. There's one... There's you more can't just than put it... Well, my point is you can't just put it in your pocket. You can't put it in any pocket without someone being like, what's in your pocket? Guys, it's not a cylinder shape either. There's more than... It's like a triceratops. It's like... uh, It's like Space Godzilla's back. Right? Triceratops. Is that, is that right? podium <laughs> i'll give you that one either way not something you want to shove up your ass but he did it for the love of the game 
<laughs> we respect Pedro Pascal but all for he it. All he really needed to do was right then and there making out with her. Just think to himself, I wish to become the stone or whatever. And then it would just dissolve. Well, he could just said it in front of I her. I think he wanted it in his butt. I, th- <laughs> I think what we just broke down is he wanted to put the crystal in his butt. Well, he didn't wish for it, so he didn't have to, I guess. Dream stone. <laughs> <laughs> Either way. Either way, he becomes the stone, and he has to touch people, and then he basically just, like, grabs people and says, what do you wish for? And he's like, oh, I wish for this. And then, like, people make, like, outlandish wishes. And then it boils down to him being, like, getting to the president and saying, what do you wish for? And the president just wishes for more nukes, which is, like, I mean, pretty accurate. That does that mean accurate? And then the world just starts like crumbling. Because uh, when, so like we said, people. like when he said, like what we said is when other people wish, he takes like what they, what their most valuable power is, and he says, I want, like he takes the president's like respect, authority, all that shit, so like he can get into whatever facility he wants to. And then apparently, um, they're making this plan to be able to take over every broadcasting system ever and they base it off of the star wars um operation star wars or something like that which was ronald like, reagan's plan for a fucking laser in space but it, i don't actually think with. i'm not actually th- i don't actually think that was actually called star wars it might have been called star wars but either way pedro pascal exists in the star wars universe as din Djarin. <laughs> And he just references. And <laughs> no, we will not do that because it'll be like a, an hour if I have to talk about that shit. But basically, I just I thought it was funny that they referenced Star Wars and Pedro Pascal's in Star Wars, and obviously that means Pedro Pascal exists in the universe twice. And I just think it's so funny because whenever that happens, like uh, it happens in Marvel with who the fuck does it happen with? I've talked about it on Sam podcast Jackson. Before. Sam Jackson, um, right? Uh, no, who is it? They talk about they talk about Star Wars in Marvel, and somebody exists with Sam Jackson with uh, exists with Sam Jackson is Mace Windu, um, in the Star Wars universe, and uh, Tom Holland references Empire Strikes Back when he swings around uh, Anakin's legs. But um, I think there was another reference because. Pong. <laughs> is it Natalie Portman is also so yeah if the prequels never happen then Natalie Portman yeah. isn't in it as well but either way I was talking about Pedro Pascal yeah, no, I know, and we Star just, Wars Nick and I have no idea where we are now <laughs> that's fine that's usually what happens but we were at the president where he takes all of his powers and then he goes to like area 51 and takes over all the broadcast signals Pedro Pascal does and then he goes everybody just wish when originally he had to touch people and now he doesn't have to touch well, them anymore. Well, the thing is that it was something with, like, uh, some sort of breaking allegation or rays. that Because like, he can broadcast to every single, like, old technology, new technology. He's broadcasting out of it from wherever he is. And so, like, it technically touching him was a placing that beam thingy. And well, then, I thought the reason it worked was because he looks to the guy, 
that's like the head monitor there, right? And he goes, don't you wish this will work? And he goes, yeah, I wish this will work or something like that. And then yeah. that's why it I works. That's like the reason I thought it might work. Uh, there was a lot of plot holes with like how his powers really worked. Same with Cheetah. Like, we'll get, I'm going to get to that when we get to that point. But I mean, we're kind of there. We're kind of not. I think I think we can get back to Cheetah, but like with Pedro Pascal's character, like he played his character so well. Like it was such like a. I thought he played it really well the first half too. It made me hate the character. It made me like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Like he's just like a cheesy little con man that fucking like is trying to weasel his way into things, and then he finally finds the power, and now he's he's a crazy maniac that's wielding the power. Like, he's a he's a slinky little bitch in the beginning. Like, he doesn't have any of this power, and that's why he's kind of this, like, jittery weirdo, right, around uh, Kristen Wiig and all that stuff. But once he finds that crystal, and once he's like, he's like, that's that's the key. And then once he gets it, he becomes more of, like, a like power-crazed maniac. When he started making everyone, like, do all of their wishes, like, when he was broadcasting to everyone... Everything's going crazy, like people wishing for other people to be dead, and they're like drop yeah. dead, all this stuff. It reminded me of Bruce Almighty when he was like answering all of their <laughs> prayers. Oh, that's <laughs> so true. Like the office when he's like, "Oh Jesus!" Yeah, I'm talking Bruce Almighty. Back to the Mandalorian minute. TPS reports. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, but. Uh, that was a really good analogy. I didn't even recognize it, but that's so true because that's exactly what it feels like. Because apparently, like all of a sudden, he has this mansion and everybody's like walking in. It's all this crazy stuff is happening, but that's that's exactly how it feels. So uh, this could be a slight backtrack here. Uh, so we did the monkey paw. We explained the monkey paw thing, right? So then the first fight with oh, we haven't Cheetah. even explained Chris Pine even coming back. Oh Jesus! Was. Yeah, uh, Nick, you go because that's what you were talking about. Well, like he apparently took over someone else's body, so like he comes up to Diana after she makes the wish. She comes up, or he comes up to her at a party, and she doesn't recognize him because it's a different dude, a completely different guy. That's like kind, kind of the same, yeah, similar like similar haircut. Yeah. He's white, so like face color. Yeah. It's but another white dude that yeah. looks the same. <laughs> yeah. So then we all look alike. Yeah. It's, I mean. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, and she's like, I don't know who you are. Get away from me. Like, there's multiple times throughout this movie where like creepy men are like hitting on the women in the movie, kind of thing. Per usual. Yeah, per usual. So then, I'm not he, saying it's okay, but it's no, just. No, just saying. Yeah. It's not okay. No. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> he Drew comes Ray's up. <laughs> He comes up and he puts a watch in her hand like he did in the first movie, and he said the same. He words. says all the yeah, quotes. Yeah, 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 whatever those are. Those famous quotes. <laughs> the fucking bleep. <laughs> so then she realizes that it's Steve Trevor. Yep. So she realizes it's Steve Trevor. So pretty much he just woke up in some other dude's body. But then the rest of the movie, he's Chris Pine, even though on the app, like to everyone else and. In her eyes, like, he is this other dude, but to us, it's just Chris Pine. Like, what is the point of that? That okay. is so overcomplicated. Uh, have you guys seen Quantum Leap? Okay. 
I don't. I didn't expect from him. You guys know who Scott Bakula is? Okay, he is like an old. I might have to show you guys. Just anyways, he's the main character of this show, and this whole idea of this show is that this dude created this time machine, right? But it doesn't really work. What happens is he goes into somebody else's body, and their like his mind goes into somebody else's body, and their mind goes into his body in the future. So they flip flop places, and then he has to like write something that went wrong in the past to like kind of change shit that's the whole plot of the whole tv show and it's really interesting it's a really old tv show it would be really cool if they remade it but that's exactly what i thought of when i watched this and i was like yeah it's like everybody else sees one person but if you know who's in that body you can see them so the whole time diana or wonder woman was seeing chris pine but everybody else was seeing some random guy that she's walking around with obviously nobody knows her because she's from world war one and that's where chris pine died uh or what's his name steve trevor terrible the worst name of all but like once he comes into play you know that she's gonna have to get rid of him yeah. Like the second you like he's back and they kind of explain what's going on. You're like, yeah, she's going to have to be like, I, you can't live in this body. unnecessary flips. Yes. And then two, I have two things on this one that causes so many problems for that guy in like the future. Cause he obviously doesn't remember any of it. And they're like, there's like a two week span where there's that definitely dude people. To- like that, that dude went to Egypt. Him. Well, like there's people you have that, passports in 1984, right? There are people that saw him do some like crazy shit, and like he also stole yeah a plane. He stole a plane. Oh my god, we haven't even got to that point yet. Uh, and then two Nick during the movie made a great comment that was like, "This is an easy fix. Just don't fucking do that." Yeah, <laughs> just, really just literally stupid. bring him back as uh like at, as himself. Well, Don't make it uh, uh, somebody else. Because when other people wish things, like the president wishes for more nukes, the nukes magically appear. Like, so why can't he just magically become yeah, back in no, life? The nukes don't just get – llamas don't just get turned into nukes. That's not what just happens here. It's not like – The rules for the wishes are all fucking over the place, which, I mean, kind of is like don't make a movie where the bad guy is based on wishes. Not just magic, but like – he like everyone sa- has to say i, I mean, wish his, for it his like come power was so ill-defined it was so ill-defined in this movie that you don't know what's happening even with cheetah is like when i was watching that i don't know what her power set is i don't like i'm watching these movies and i'm fine with having like an ill-defined power sets but when they're just so widely expansive and it's like cheetah can move super fast but not all the like how fast can she move but well, she's also so like the only thing i got about her power was she had the same powers in as diana basically just but then why did she turn into a cheetah? oh yeah no that I, so when he's making that wish and whatever he says for her to get everyone's rage not everyone he no, says because he's your rage and your prowess. No, he says, yeah, as I want like talking about your everything. health, your strength. You yeah. give her. But he said your when is. everyone in the world is wishing, he's saying your like everyone, like grouping everyone together. 
So is that how you I saw that? That's help. not how I saw that. I thought he was just choosing like individuals, but I could be seeing because when I when I hear your, it's like it like when he was doing like a pointing motion, so it was more individualistic in my mind. I could be completely wrong. I didn't think about it that deep. I think I was like with you on that. Like the that's collective fair. your. That's fair. That's fair. But so like, like, but the so way, she's but do you understand what I'm saying? Like the way he was like pointing and like doing very but individualistic he's, motions. He's facing a wall. So no, but no he was, but he was changing the direction he was pointing to. That's why it was like, like he could connect with what was happening about there, but he was going like, he was turning to the right and he says, your strength. And he turns to the left. He goes, your, uh, life force. I want you to give her your rage. I think he was just like feeling the power, so he was like, "Yeah, I think That's it's, fair. I think it's collect." Because why would you just want individual? Like, if you had the whole world's health and stuff like that, and you could give her the whole world's like rage and what was the other thing? Prowess. Prowess. So, so that prowess all- is such a. Yeah, I, I no prowess is not. such <laughs> also an ill-defined yeah. Like, like yeah, dumb as shit. I know. It's a DC movie we talked about, but, but then, yeah. but I, then she I, comes out. Yeah. She looked totally normal through the whole thing. She was starting to wear cat print. That's really all that. Not changed. even cat she turned print. into fucking Carol Baskins. And it wasn't even cat print though. It was also it was just like she just started she had like a wearing cat print skirt. animal print. And it was like, just any animal because she had like zebra print on too, and it was shit like it was like all right, true. She was just yeah. wearing animal yeah. Cause there because there was leopard print at one point. At so one it wasn't point, she makes a comment about. I love those animal print high heels or something like that. Yeah. And, like, there was some weird, like, I won't say fetish with high heels. That's wrong. Obsession with high heels in this movie. Yeah. That, that, like, the first hour, it was, like, her being able to walk. High heels was said, like, 20 times. Just the fact she was able to walk in heels was, like, a huge change for the nerdy girl. Oh, she can walk in heels now. Like, ugh. Like, that is so, it's a low bar. That's but, so like, but after that's the so like a dude touching thing. his abs, be like, I got abs now. Yeah, like it's such like a fucking dumb yeah. stare. Like, but after the rage and prowess of the whole world goes to her, she just turns into a cheetah. Like she has fur now. She looks like Nick said it from the movie Cats. Looks better actually, way better. But she said she wanted to be an apex predator. Crawl, we're calling back. <laughs> we forgot the apex predator joke. Basically, so what like happens is she gets on a plane. So in the White House, after uh, Pedro Pascal's character, after Pedro Pascal's character, I can do this quick. After Pedro Pascal's character gets the all of the shit from the president, he like leaves, gets on a jet, and then she jumps on the jet, and she's and Pedro Pascal's character like, "What do you want?" And then the end of the uh, end of her sentences. I want to be an apex predator. And then that's like the one time she says it, she might say it again. I don't think she says it again. But then but but then he says, I'll give you the rage prowess or whatever. And then she becomes a cheetah. And then she swims and faster than a bunch of crocodiles or alligators. I thought an apex predator was an alligator. So, so is, I'm really confused is, here. So if Diana was Crawl? an alligator, she would have won. Crawl and Wonder Woman 84 giving me mixed signals. I don't know which one to choose. Who's an apex predator? I need to see a cheetah and an alligator fight now. I think Crawl was a prequel to Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> Shit. Like she she be, 
that's where she gets like the apex predator in her head. Hold on, hold on. Is, is, is Amazing Spider-Man the like the interlude though? Because they have Lizard Man there. <laughs> did you just like? So we can. Ju- did you just describe a lizard as halfway between an alligator and a cheetah? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm. I can't name another animal, so like I'm gonna give it to you, but I just want to make sure I. I thought I we were can. just naming bad movies. That's my bad. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, the crawl. Amazing Whoa. Spider-Man One was Whoa, good. Hold on. We I all make a, fun of no. Crawl on this podcast. No, I thought Crawl was a bad, good movie. Good bad. Good good. No, a bad good movie. No. Oh, good bad, good bad, good bad. You're right. Bad. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man One. I liked, I liked Andrew Garfield. I just thought the villain was so doofy. I think, uh, I think we, we basically covered except for the ending so far. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. We have one thing we need to talk about. Okay, so <laughs> they go. Chris Pine comes back. Steve Trevor. First of all, I love Chris Pine. And I really wish he I think was. He was terrible. Not in this role. I really wish this was. He was just not great. I just. I don't think this was the way for him to come back, and I don't think this is how it should have happened. But what happens is, uh, they're walking through the future because it's six years after he died, I think, and he's being amazed by all these things. And they go to an airport because they have to fly to Egypt, and he's like, "Well, I want to fly one of these things," and then they find a jet. And he goes, I want to fly that one. He lived in the Des Moines area near the jet outside of uh, Camp Dodge. It looked like that jet. Yeah. I could not t- I'm, could not tell you what kind of jet it was. But it's much faster than he flew in World War One, obviously. So he's very excited. But it's a two-seater. It's not a one. Like, it's not a, it's not a but, parallel. Yeah. It's a s- serial seater. Yeah. So it's like uh, you're back. You're at the same time, he, he starts hitting all these flips like switches and stuff this is over 60 years of technology there's no fucking no way fucking way this dude this knows how dude. to fly <laughs> this plane I, his his plane probably had a key to start it it's probably an ignition <laughs> yeah there's probably like one lever that said go up or down <laughs> no they probably had to turn a fucking switch and there's like all right the the engine's right. on. You can fly for ten minutes. Hey, can Hurry you guys up. push us now? Because we gotta get a go. Did you guys mention? Wait, we didn't turn invisible yet. No, 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 no we're not there. They just got. So they get into this jet and they're going to Egypt where they steal it and then, uh, Diana's like, I, uh, well, no, no, he says, Chris Pine says, the they'll never fly, catch us. They'll never catch us or whatever. And she goes, oh, no, it's the 80s. I forgot they have radar now, which the radar is way older than the 80s, but okay. Uh, so they can see us even in the dark. So she does this magic spell. Well, well she, says, she says, my father, long ago, used a spell to make Themyscira invisible. And she goes, I've been trying to learn this. I've only done it once. He said, how long did it last? She said, well, I lost the coffee cup. And then... Was, it wasn't a bad movie. Not terrible. Don't get me wrong. But, like, 
then she just sits there and starts rubbing her palms together and then touches the plane and makes it invisible. And Chris Pine. Gal Gadot are just floating in midair. So and weird. then he goes, an invisible jet. And I lost it because you don't have to say that phrase. Be like, holy fuck, you made it invisible is probably what I would have said. But it's like uh, uh, more family friendly. Oh, crap. It's invisible. There was like I to say an invisible jet is so fucking fan servicey. In the worst way, it's like if he would have just said the invisible jet, I would have said, stop this movie, I'm done. But if he, the fact that he said an invisible jet, I was like, okay, that's fine. But I also said, this is horrible. I like audibly was like out loud. I was like, this, that's the worst, the worst thing you could have said there. You could have just said, holy fuck, you made it invisible. Yeah. Not fuck. Holy. Oh my God, you made it invisible. <laughs> Well, I just That's feel fair. like they were like so over the head, like beating you over the head with some of the fan service. Like, and we'll get to the end, like the very, very oh, end. Oh my later. god! Later, but then like yeah. they they missed opportunities to do like some subtle fan stuff, like when they were in Egypt, like reference Shazam or like yeah. uh, Black Hawk Adam, Man. Hawkman, yeah. Hawkwoman. There's so many things. Like they go to Egypt. Unless they I could... missed some of that. Uh, no, they didn't. There's probably some of the background that we no, missed. Dude, I would in guess. Egypt for like ten seconds. Yeah, and then they destroy egypt and like can't back to the future or something weird yeah no but there was like three or four parts of this movie that was leonardo dicaprio meme pointed the tv like oh here's the part because that was it and hey, when he says an invisible jet and then when uh steve trevor is like what year is it what time is it or whatever and she says it's wonder woman 1984 no, she, doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> she does not say it's wonder woman she just says it's 1984 that's, that's why i have to become superman four. but we made that joke because we're like oh shit she said it she said it and then, and then nick's like what if he just said it's Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> we lost it after she that. She basically did. No, she basically like, yeah. did because it's like, yeah. Oh God, don't. There was an actual wink at the camera. We were gonna get to it. Oh. Uh, so yeah, then they fly an invisible jet that they just stole off a of tarmac that just so happened to be gassed up to go all the way to fucking Egypt. And also, once the and then once they turn the jet invisible. It's no longer noticeable on radar. Radar, not how radar That's works. Not how radar works. <laughs> That's all. not the way that works. But magic. But magic. It's the same spell that I keep forgetting the name of the damn island. The mascara. The mascara. The mascara. Uh, <laughs> either way. So yeah, like that's not detectable either. So okay. Like, so what happens is, they we're we're jumping around every place all the way, like we normally do. After the White no House, no preparation. After all. the White House, Diana's got like bullet wounds and all this shit, and then Steve Trevor's like, "Hey, you need yeah. to renounce your wish because if you renounce your wish, you get your power back, basically." That's like the whole idea is like it, when you renounce your wish or like when you make a wish, you lose something that's powerful to you. When you renounce it, you get it back. So by 
audibly saying, I renounce my wish. Like, I declare bankruptcy from <laughs> the office. Like, it works the exact same way, apparently. So her superpowers are more important to her than the love of her life. Wow, that's shallow. Kind of what I thought, too. What a terrible message. Like, it's not even cl- – it's, like, the opposite of a love story at all. It's, like, well, I get she's got to save the world, but also she could just be like, nah, fuck it. <laughs> just call literally any of the Justice League. None of them are this, alive in 84. This seemed like – None oh. of them are there in 84. Martian Manhunters on Mars. 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 Martian Manhunters on Mars, boys. Yeah, I guess boys. it's 84, so she could have just went and killed Batman's parents. Waited like 20 years, you think? I'm not sure he was alive in 84. Was Batman alive in 84? I don't know the timeline. All I'm saying is she is quite only... She is quite literally the only superhero that, capable, that was capable of actually fixing this at the time point, time period place balls <laughs> but then like but then like in the new justice league like oh uh yeah nobody knows about wonder woman nobody remembers in 1984 the world almost, was almost imploded, imploded and there's no like bracing was, anybody's memory everybody okay. knows she did it that was that was literally one of my questions was like this happened in the in the current dc universe the world like the Cold War escalated to a point where Russia and America were literally sending nukes, but then they just disappeared in midair. They just disappeared, and nobody questioned anything. And everybody's like, nukes are just disappearing. And it's like, this happened in the DC universe that's trying to be like plausible, right? Like, if they, We all understand that this, this, the Schneiderverse is like... This, the Schneider. I'm gonna keep the calling Rob it Schneiderverse. It's the Rob Schneiderverse. <laughs> you can do it. Cover Winkler with bees. You know the worst part is I know it's the Schneiderverse, but every time I want to say Schneider, it always comes out Schneider because I'm like Schneider is not right in my head. It just doesn't work. Um, now I now, know, but for some when I say Schneider, like. So you know how Schneider. I've known people with this name with the name Schneider. So you know Chris Pine actually looked like the other guy in this movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, remember the hot chick? <laughs> I hate remember you the movie, so the much. The hot chick with Rob Schneider, where Rob Schneider oh. just wears a cutoff and booty <laughs> shorts so the funny, whole it was like a, movie. It was like a girl or whatever. Like Steve ever came back as a girl, it was like super hot. Well, I mean, Christian Wig, Kristen Wig, and Gal Gadot scissor in this movie. So they, they did. Which no, okay, <laughs> we're being probably misogynistic at this point. But what happens is they jump, and what ha- their like legs, like their knees, lock, lock, their knees lock together. But we are making a joke because they make very flirty comments to each other the whole movie, where it's like. I haven't laughed this much in so long. Like, Gal Gadot makes that... Ju- Seems that Kristen Wiig is hitting on her. Yeah, and, we're and just it's very, like, we're just it. making lesbian jokes about it because it's, like, it's, there's nothing funny about being a lesbian, but it was just, like... There's everything funny about this kid. I think it was just funny <laughs> he, that... He is backtracking so hard. No, I'm not, because we also made jokes about misogynistic assholes where yeah, this exactly. one guy so was just- shouting at her, and she's like, 
hey, we can get, we can ride in the taxi together. She's like, no, I'm good. And then we made a joke. She's like, all right, fuck you. You're ugly anyways, bitch. And it's like, he doesn't actually say it. We're just making jokes about it. Or the, or the drunk guy that Kristen Wiig beats the shit out of. He's like, just standing there. And he's like, let me walk you home. And she's like, no, I'm good. He's I'm like, just I'm trying, trying to, to help. Nice. Like, it's like, I'm just trying to help. He's like, no, you're just being a fucking yeah, asshole. trying to find what out you, where I live. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, you creepy weirdo? And then Gal Gadot, like, destroys him. Apparently, like, she just, like, hits him so hard he flies back 20 feet. And I just want to say, there's one thing in this movie that's so unrealistic. It's the amount of force that is applied to something and the amount of repercussions that happens to that thing. There are three times in this movie that I can think of. Gal Gadot, or Wonder Woman, kicks a car that's, like, close to hitting a woman. The car has no dents whatsoever, just like spins around and slides away. There's no damage to the car at all. And if you hit a car with that force that's going that speed to actually move it off course, there's got to be damage. Some 1980s American muscle. Those cars were built different. That's fine. That if you a fucking Trans Am, Luke. So why don't you fuck off, bro? <laughs> okay, a sternum <laughs> is not made... That was an 84 Pontiac Trans Am, bro. A human is, sternum is not made the same capacity, and I'll give the car a pass. But when she beat, when she shoves the dude that is hitting on, like, trying to, I'll say it, rape Kristen Wiig, he hits her, him, no, she hits him so hard that he flies back 20 feet, and there's no way that she did not collapse his chest. There's no way that this man, and then later, this dude also gets launched into a metal, like, UPS truck by oh, Kristen well, Wiig. This she dude, kills him then, doesn't she? Like, the, Is that what I picked on? Yeah, I think she kills him. I thought so he the homeless just, like, guy never comes back. I thought he was knocked out, but he should have been dead from when Wonder Woman hit him. <laughs> There's no question. This dude has been wheezing for weeks <laughs> like he's like <gasps> drew breeze <laughs> 19 broken ribs <laughs> this man was not doing well there was just some like weird like inconsistencies with like wonder woman was doing like crazy powerful shit but like the world was not reacting the way it should have and i was like this dude should be dead with the amount you're hitting him unnecessary force okay also at one point, Steve Trevor tries to break, like, the trunk or, like, the end of a tank off with his foot. Oh, it's no, it's the gun coming out of the cabin, but he's still trying to break a gun in half by kicking it. I couldn't tell if that was, like, someone inside the tank holding a gun or if it was a it gun was on the tank. It was just, like, a mounted It's gun. not something that yeah, a man break, can yeah, break yeah, with yeah. their foot. There's a lot of inconsistencies. All right, so this movie's full of inconsistencies and unnecessary force. Yeah, but what I will say is, like, not a horrible movie. It's not the worst DC movie that I've watched. I mean, yeah, but, yeah, like, that's such a low bar, though. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's not even close to the first Wonder Woman. The first Wonder Woman was so good, and compared to a Marvel movie. I'm not even trying to compare this to Marvel. No, I just no, no, I'm just saying, like, it, like, out of all the Marvel movies, what would you rate it as far as, does that make sense? Yeah, I think I'd put it, this one, 
I'd probably put it above a few of them, maybe three or four. Probably like right below Captain Marvel, above like Incredible Hulk. I would actually put it below Incredible Hulk. I thought Incredible Hulk was better because I actually I was gonna I was gonna compare it just to Iron Man three with the just full on just like no plan. Uh, That's fair. Inconsistency. I kind of agree with that. Random dumb BS throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And then the end. So I guess we'll get to the end. She wins by talking to him quietly over a tornado. No, no, no. She talks to everybody in the entire world. Oh, yeah, right. Which I still don't understand. Again, 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 don't understand. It doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. Everybody renounces their wish, which is just a stupid fucking premise. All that had to happen was he renounces his wish because he wished he had the power or he became the stone that would grant everybody wishes. So basically... All that had to actually happen was him renouncing his wish because him renouncing his wish would retroactively, yes, exactly, renounce every single person's wish. So, but then they go and they show, they quote unquote show everybody renouncing their wish. And you cannot show me enough footage to tell me that every single person that made a wish renounced it. There's no question in my mind that there's one person out there that's like, I'm not going to renounce my wish. So, it's either Pedro Pascal's wish actually retroactively, like, fucked up everybody else's wish, or every single person had to renounce their wish, and there's some people out there that didn't, that's going to do something. But, like, in my mind, Pedro Pascal... Renounces his wish. Nobody else's yeah. wish makes works anyway. Yeah, I mean, if everyone around me was renouncing their wish and I didn't make a wish that like killed someone because I'm a decent what if person, I rena- what I if I wish for wouldn't. world peace? What if I wish that like people weren't starving anymore? I'm not gonna renounce my wish. Fuck that. I already told you guys during the movie my wish would be I don't want anyone else's wish to come true, but my <laughs> wish, and then we're good. And it's all. No, 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 That's no, my no. wish. Just, no, 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 I no, wish no. for everybody else's wish not to come true. How many people are going to wish guess, that? But you need an odd number to wish that to actually make it happen. So, I got a 50-50 shot then. Exactly. I'd be in the same boat as you. DC's taking a lot of fucking dumb chances with yeah, no, premise. Yeah, no, like, here's what I'll say. I'll say, this movie, visually enjoyable. Visually enjoyable. Their sound, their, their Hans Zimmer was the... Uh, sound producer. I mean, I never noticed Incredible. that stuff, but I'm gonna take your word for it. I I notice it when it's like the peak of things, and like I don't really I don't really notice it like at the like the lull of stuff, but like when it's like building up to stuff, you'll hear those sound cues and audio like, that I just kind of you not like hearing it. Tenant is I don't think I I need to see Tenant in a non IMAX theater because when I watched Tenant, it was just I think I'm not gonna turn the audio down. <laughs> that's what it sounded like i think you not like noticing it or hearing it isn't like the highest regards to it but that's not a knock on it at all because it like because it's going with your feelings then and you're not like yeah if you notice it, it's either bad or if you notice it, it's like really, really i was good. also so definitely like looking at this it. at the point that i knew we were going to review it i knew we were doing all this stuff so i like had these things in mind when i went into it and i think like visually awesome 
audibly awesome script, lackluster storyline, very lackluster. And then at one point, at the very end, she okay. So while they're flying in the invisible jet, uh, Chris Pine is like tells her he's like, it's just like about catching the air. He's like, flying is easy. It's about catching the air and blah 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 blah. And then later she um like grapples a plane with her lasso and then she like listens to what he said and starts flying not really the problem for me it's then um fuck what does she do later no what happens is she while shows she's up, flying yeah. she okay while she's flying she shows up in this armor out of nowhere she talks about this armor like 30 minutes earlier that was in her apartment for like 30 seconds for 30 seconds she goes this one famous uh, warrior, Asteria. this Asteria, Asteria, this one famous warrior, Asteria, who fought for the Amazonians when uh, it's her brother. no, it's not her brother. No, it's it, no, it's just a famous warrior that fought for the Amazonians when they had to split Themyscira from the world. It's it definitely it's, her brother. It's not her, no mother. it's not her mother. It's not her mother. Because that would make. Her, mo- her mother is the queen of Themyscira. Yeah, I guess that would make sense, but no, it's not her mother. Yeah, but what happens is, like, built forty minutes before the end of the movie, Wonder Woman talks about this armor that this one warrior from Themyscira wore, and then she found it somehow, and then she learns how to fly, and then all of a sudden she's in this armor, like literally. They cut from one scene to another and then back, and she's in this armor, and it makes no sense at all. So two things could have happened. She could have taken time out of saving the world to fly home to get this thing, or just magically appeared on her. Like, yeah, exactly. This armor has not ever been, like, quoted to be in, in any similarity to Mjolnir at all. Like, it's just like this late, yeah, flies to her. This lady wore an armor. I have this armor in my apartment. Now I'm flying from this one place to another, and all of a sudden this armor is on me. Yeah. It makes no sense. And then Cheetah, like, make like there's wings on this armor. She tears those off pretty quickly, so it's, like, not even worth it. And also earlier in the movie, the Asteria is protecting herself with said wings that Cheetah just completely destroyed. But it was like the whole human race. It's apparently. the three hundred. Yeah, it's like, it's like if you took the whole idea was she was fighting off the human race. But if you took the best warrior, like obviously the whole human race can't be yeah. attacking one person at one. That's still that's crazy. I mean, I guess it was showing off how powerful Cheetah is, which was probably better for the movie so you could believe it more maybe but even after watching that cheetah seemed like a pussy ass bitch well the bo- the most annoying thing is, is it seems like cheetah's just a one-off like wonder woman's like nemesis is just a one-off and every like, time she, like because okay she renounces her wish at the end she decides to renounce her wish and she turns into a normal person at the end and also how she defeats Did cheetah, cheetah, cheetah makes literally no sense cheetah didn't oh, yeah. even renounce her wish in her head, uh, it was but it was implied. Yeah, it was like implied. implied. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, so the dumb, the dumb thing. But was, everybody else has to say it. That's what's so stupid. Yeah. It's like you, 
Michael, you can't well, like, declare bankruptcy. You can't just you can't just say you're bankrupt. It's like, no, I didn't say it. I declared it. It's like, okay, well, in this movie, it's like I renounce my wish. Yeah. It's like, well, then somebody, some people can just say it in their heads. Like this is such where incons- they use subtlety, inconsistency, in and unnecessary backflips. Uh, the way the that is where how they I describe this movie. That's how I will describe this movie forever. Unnecessary flips. Inconsistent the, and unnecessary. The way they use subtlety in this movie is not consistent at all. And but the, so how she defeats Cheetah is they're swinging around Lasso of Truth and like fighting in the air. This is where they scissor, like we were talking about. And uh, leg locks. They're Same they scissor. It's fine, dude. <laughs> it, w- it wasn't just... actually scissoring. I don't want to no. be insensitive <laughs> to people that enjoy scissoring. I'll be insensitive. They scissor. They're a bunch of lesbos. No. Uh, <laughs> so they're swinging through the air and they keep hitting these power lines because they're at, I don't know, whatever base this is. They didn't specify. It looked like but Area 51 lines, with like. Yeah, and there's water underneath and they're a billion fall into power the water. Lines, by the way. Yeah. It wasn't way a, too it many. Was like It was like. Above water. These power towers, like, you know those giant metal towers that are usually like. 30, like 50 feet land. apart, yeah, 100 feet yeah, apart. Big. These are like. 10 feet apart from each other. And it's like, you're swinging through this, like, you don't need these power lines so close to each other. This is ridiculous. And they, uh, so they fall in the water, really and this power line keeps, it. like, going down, like, closer and closer. And then the power line falls in, and Wonder Woman dunks Cheetah, but she's also underwater herself, and Cheetah gets electrocuted. But somehow, Wonder Woman doesn't... Yeah, she's in a metal you suit. You mean a fully metal suit? They have the same powers. Can we they talk have the about same how powers, suit is fully metal. Too, which and it's gold is a very conductive metal. Yeah. And she doesn't get shocked, but she does. Okay, I also want to make like one small point. Because she's why a human f- and not part God? Is that is that it? Why, why did she have the only to put thing? her under the water? They're already in the water. They're in the water. But they're both... But, like... She was like she dunked something like her head was underwater as well. Yeah, no, but they put she put both of them underwater. But what I will say is, if you're in water and electricity is running through that water, it doesn't matter how much water you're in, you're gonna get hit by that electricity. You don't have to fucking sh- you don't have to fucking. They're sh- treading water. She's literally trying to drown her in electrical filled water. It's not even like. It's not even like a normal like drowning. It's like I'm gonna fucking electrocute you and drown you at the same time, you dumb little bitch. That's what it. That's like that's the way I looked at that, and it's like. Well, yeah, but she, yeah, she, damn. Like, she, it looks like she's trying to drown her and electrocute her at the same time, but then doesn't she like get her out of the water? Yeah, and she, then like, jumps. And then, she and somehow jumps from like the bottom of this lake or whatever. She in. flies out of the lake. Where Which she could have done in the first place because Cheetah was already in the water, and that would have made a lot more sense if she was out of the water and Cheetah was in the water. So electrocuted. It's so ridiculous. Like, Cheetah gets electrocuted, passes out, and then all of a sudden Wonder Woman, like, picks her up and just flies out of the water. Cheetah's not dead by any means. Fully alive. And also, and this is just, like, a nitpicky shit for me. It's like... The reason she was able to fly is because Steve Trevor told her to like pick up the wind and catch the wind. And do A all man this shit. had to teach her how to fly. 
<laughs> a man had to teach Wonder Woman how to fly. Like the worst what thing that, that they, they could have done. Uh, mansplain. Yeah. A man mansplained it to her how to fly like is the just only absolutely w- ridiculous. <laughs> Way to go, pussy. Uh, the only worst thing that could have happened is if Superman showed up and showed her how to fly. Yeah, ba- when he was two years old in eighteen in nineteen eighty four, but I was just I was just so baffled by her putting her underwater, electrocuting her, and then she's able to fly out of the water, out out of water. Like, don't get me wrong, I Wonder Woman's powers are extremely profound, but in this movie they are all over the place. And yes, it's due to the fact that she made the wish, but also like when she renounces her wish and when she makes her wish, it's like, and she learns how to fly and like there's yeah, all these like weird things that happen in between. But like, and that's what that's what this whole movie is about. They like give us a premise and they're like, well, we're gonna fuck with this premise a lot. And it's like, well, I then mean, why the fuck are you giving this premise? My whole thing through this whole movie was like back to what you guys were saying earlier. What is going to be the DC? EU or whatever they're calling it like after this like they had no direction because this is pretty much done because the new Batman movie has nothing to do with the old ones yeah. the Flash movie seems to have something to do with the old ones no Flashpoint is going to be like yeah. it's going to be like it's, it's just going to reset yeah that's right what thing. it's going to do that's yeah so pretty much like this movie they had no direction they had no like point where they have to get to and like it seemed like you could tell from watching it, they had no point on this movie. Yeah. DC. But that's the thing, like, I... And we've said it forever. Better villains. DC's got better villains. They could have... Not this movie. This movie's villains were... This movie's villains were terrible. Yeah, like, if I would have had to choose... If you were to tell me you have to choose between DC movies being, like, Marvel movies or, like, Marvel movies being Marvel, Marvel movies, I probably would have chosen DC movies because I like the heroes better. Like, oh. I like the villains better. They're better characters. I think... And I think we've talked about this before. Marvel has more relatable superheroes, and DC villains are more relatable. DC... But, like, DC villains are more relatable because... You look at Lux Luthor and you're like, okay, this super-powered alien comes to our planet. How are most people going to react? I don't think most people are going to react the way they do in the DC comics. I think most people react like, he's a threat. Like, is it? I wouldn't react. I wouldn't react to him being a threat. I would say that most people react to him being a threat. But think about it. You, no, no, it's, I, it, no exactly, you're no, not wrong, Nick. I'm not, you're not right? messing with me at all. That is the, the, the exact thought process that I am like thinking about is when it's not, is not when. It's like if something crazy like that shit happened to us right now, people would not look at him as a savior. There's, there's no, they would be like, we need to kill him or he's going to kill us. That is the only way that my brain could like process what would happen to Superman now. If he if, yeah. he, if he landed Agreed. on Earth now. Yeah. Our whole goal would be to kill him. We might not even be able to fucking do America's it. America's whole goal. The rest of the world might be like, whatever. No, I think I think the whole world would if no. I'll take that back. America's whole goal would be. <laughs> I'll take it back. 
But like the the world doesn't have the same goals as America. But yeah. I think a no, lot of the world would right, be though. a lot of the world would be with us. Like, let's just kill it. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, like they, exactly. They made basically our point right there. Uh, so we got we got to the end. So let's get to the cookie. Oh, the best, the best part about but all yeah, this. Yeah. Uh, so Linda Carter, for us youngins and no old people listening to this podcast, that's the original Wonder Woman from the original show. And if you've watched the original show, like I have, it's fucking terrible. Like it's so bad. It's DC. It's, I mean, it's team, just she's baby. hot. I mean, dude, it's that she's hot. That's the she's whole. Hot. That's the it's whole thing. Super misogynist. Like yeah, that's the whole thing of the show. It's very, hot, it's very then, sexist. It's very misogynistic. It, she's hot. If you're punched by this woman the way she punches in this show, like it would, it wouldn't feel like anything. Tickle my fancy is what it do. <laughs> and then so that was an old so term. So she's walking through uh, <laughs> from when she was Wonder Woman. I'm sorry. Uh, so. She's walking through like this, this is a town at the very end. Not, yeah, it's not in America. I know that. And no, I think it's, more it's the not Middle America. East. It's either well, way. She's walking speak through this English. very busy town center, and a white woman she saved Europe. the baby of. Yeah. I think it's Europe, Eastern Europe, yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah, Eastern. Yeah, that's right, Eastern and Middle Europe. So she's walking through this busy town center, and like. This giant pole falls out of nowhere because the architecture there is apparently terrible. They can't put a pole in the ground. Uh, and she, like, stops it with one hand. You don't see her face. It's just a woman with a hood. And also a golden... A yeah, golden, I think it's Russia. It's a golden... I think uh, it's Russia. Golden wristband. Yeah, she got a golden wristband. And then... Uh, she had a glove with a golden wristband. Either way, she's in this, like, silk blue Jedi outfit. And... The late, the, she saves a baby. But you think you think it's Diana for a second. Yeah, you, I did too. I thought they were gonna introduce somebody else, like or like a different hero. Either era. way, I thought it was gonna be. So just the a lady the, whose baby she saves is like, I have to thank you, whatever. And she takes her hood off and she turns around and it's Linda Carter, Carter, the original Wonder Woman, and she says her name's Asteria, which is the person with the gold armor that Wonder Woman oh. takes. Yeah, that sacrifices. But apparently she murdered the whole human race because no, she whole... sacrificed herself for the human race, or whatever. Which means she died. <laughs> she got away. So like, yeah. So like, but somehow she just got away when like hundreds of men were trying to. You know what I mean? Drew, what do you and think she this... actually did to those hundreds of men? But the worst part about it was when. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> that, okay. The worst part was that she. She literally I winked. Don't think that would have been the easiest way to She literally that. winked to the camera. No, she straight up breaks the fourth wall, winks to the camera, as one as Linda like as Linda Carter, basically. I'm guaranteeing we'll never see her again. No, I think we'll see her in Flashpoint. I think Flashpoint Flashpoint is and No, I have I have high hopes for Flashpoint. You're not wrong. I won't even deny that you're wrong. But that's a th- like, Flashpoint is going to be the shitty Spider-Man three multiverse with madness. Like, so the whole in my mind, the whole uh, uh, Marvel universe is part one, 
WandaVision, Part 2, Spider-Man, Part 3, Doctor Strange 2. Spider-Man 3 is going to be that like crazy multiverse where you see all the Spider-Man, like a bunch of different Spider-Man villains, all that shit. And then uh, Doctor Strange 2 is, you're going to have a tiny title of it. But like Flashpoint is going to be a really shitty version of Spider-Man 3. We talked about it before, uh, how DC is going to get into the multiverse, or try to get into multiverse like it's already without even a single universe it. it's so funny that marvel was like yeah fuck you we're gonna do it in one movie with spider-man and literally bring so much into this that we're gonna put you all we're gonna put you to shame we will put we'll we'll make one movie spider-man that won't even encapsulate our multiverse to the fullest but it'll be better than any shit you put out about I mean, the multiverse. DC is like, what, seven movies in? And they're like, we got to restart this. So we got to do a multiverse. And Marvel's like, well, we're like 25 movies in. We kind of need something new to do. So now we'll do a multiverse. And then we can do whatever we want. <laughs> it's like, and obviously, this is the Marvel podcast. We've been over this multiple times. But like, the they new- just do it better. They just do it better. There's like, DC has has always no had a chance. They've always had a chance to like give themselves a direction, but like Nick just said, they've had no direction. They they tried to go dark, they fucked it up because didn't go dark enough. I don't think. But I, I don't there's know. no storyline to go with it. Well, let's all right. So that's the whole that's the whole movie. That's the whole review. Let's let's get into points here. Let's get. Into what are, we, what are we rating this? I would say like a sixty-five out of a hundred. No, but it's a it's a two hundred proof. Oh, shit. So like, forgot about that. So yeah, yeah I guess so one thirty. If it's a two hundred proof, yeah. I would say one thirty. So like, not great. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but not great. I'm gonna give it unnecessary flips out of two hundred. No, he has to give it a score. I, you, know, you, know what I'm, you, know, you know what I'm going to give it? I'm going to give it 84. Where it needs to be. But also because it was a shit movie. <laughs> I, I did not like that movie. Yeah. I think I'll give it probably like 100. Just because like it wasn't terrible. It was semi-enjoyable. I still got a kick out of it. But I do think that they they kind of slighted Wonder Woman a lot. Like she was, I just like the first movie was so good, but this movie is so lackluster. And I think she is actually the star of DC currently. And I like Super and Steve Trevor were like the shittiest part of the movie. Yeah, everyone else was. Like the villains were good. Like I just think yeah. the script kind of fucked the, up. Yeah, though. and the story was terrible. But yeah, I think they just kind of ruined their face. Like, are they even planning on a third movie in this? Because I, I don't see not. where I don't see where they go with this. I hope Steve Trevor stays dead. I always want to call him Steve Taylor. Ah, he gotta stay dead, man. I cannot have him back. I always want to say Trevor Steve because I can't remember his fucking name. We gave it a a fifty two point three percent collectively as a podcast as the nick whitaker podcast we gave it a 52.3 percent not terrible that sounds right could have been worse 
Yeah, that sounds do with us. Like, that sounds. Which, I would guess we would all give fucking zeros if we if we watched that like we just watched this like not seen it before watched it together we would have came back and been like fuck that movie uh, yeah no yeah no I would have been uh, that's a that I would have given negative a review uh, that would have been yeah. I would I hated that movie the first time I watched that movie I was like fuck this movie I hate DC now that was like I was so I was like I fucking do not want to see another DC movie ever again all right on the spot where do you rank this among the DC so starting at Man of Steel onward. Yeah, so, it's so Wonder Woman's like number five. one. It's probably like five. I'd put number woman Wonder Woman, the first one, above Man of Steel. Yeah. And then Man of Steel probably second. Yes. And then Batman Superman. No, I want to say Wonder Woman two after this. Like Wonder Woman two. I would say Batman Superman. I can't. What Batman v Superman makes me cringe more than I've ever cringed in any movie ever. The Martha scene, I can't get over it. I can't like that is just that is the most cringeworthy scene I've ever seen in my entire life. As yeah, no. His mom's name. As someone with a dead mom. Ever. As someone with a dead mom, I would have been like, what? No, I'm going to kill no. you right the fuck no, now. No, like, true. That's the stupidest shit I've ever heard, bro. If I get in your face <laughs> and I say your dead mom's name, yeah, you're no. probably going to kill me then no, and there. Like, yeah, no. You, you're not even exactly. going to question it. It made zero said that scene was like, yeah, no, that's stupid. If, I'm gonna, if you're in that moment and you're like fighting with somebody, it's death or not, like, Martha, like, boom! How the bitch. fuck did you know my mom's gonna be creep like and then just stab you in the heart? Murder. Yeah. Yeah. So I'd probably say Wonder Third. Woman, the first one would be first, then Man of Steel, then this Wonder Woman movie, which I is really, a sad yeah. state of which is movies. really sad because DC has. What has about Green Lantern? That doesn't count. <laughs> that doesn't count as well. Not a part of the DCEU, but. I will give it chops just because Ryan Reynolds, Taika Waititi's in it. Ryan Reynolds and Taika are okay. Taika's not as much of a, like a gag in that, but Ryan Reynolds is such a gag in that. Taika Waititi's the best. Yeah, friend. when when Ryan does he does the ring thing. What the fuck? That's why they made that joke. Okay, what's that recent movie they worked on? I can't think of the name of it. What's it? Yeah, they they worked on a movie recently together. It might be Free Guy. It might be that yeah. one. They no, make no. a joke. Not yet. In the first interview they had, they make a joke. It's like, this is, worth, this is the first movie we've ever worked together on. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, like, completely disregard that they worked together yeah, in Green Lantern. It's Free Guy. I think it's the same one. New Guy. Yeah, yeah. It's New Guy, Free Guy. No, it's no, like no. one of those. No. Yeah. Either way. Green Lantern, I'd put. I'm going to. Bold statement here. I did not like be- Batman v Superman. I'll put Green Lantern above it. <laughs> oh. Whoa. Because of Ryan Reynolds. He's not even himself in that movie. Bro. No, he's yeah. pretty fucking Ryan Reynolds in that movie. I mean, Green Lantern Dude, has on. Green Lantern has Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, and I still put it below Batman v Superman. Yeah. Like, Batman v uh, Superman was very disappointing, but it was not as bad as a floating cloud like Green Lantern was. 
I'd give a floating cloud over Marcus and Ray. That scene, if like, it wasn't Batman the most, pa- if it wasn't the supposed to be like the most powerful person in the DC universe, Batman, Superman, like. Well, no, the, the cloud. Fine. No, no, the cloud. I'm, I'm not about, trying to I'm be talking about the cloud. No, that's not. It's the, supposed to be Colossus, right? No. Or, it was oh, I'm thinking of Fantastic Four. No, right? it was like it was like uh, it was it was Gal- like Sinestro times ten. Either way, like. Yeah, I'm thinking. I think I'm on. thinking of something else. Here's what I'm saying: like Superman is like arguably the most powerful person in the DC universe. I, I think I was mixing up it. Trash but, movies. Okay, so we, we all have saying three is or like, four DCs. I think Ryan Reynolds is more this is a movie favorable no. than having Henry Cavill. No, my point. Poop on Ben Affleck. Yeah, place. yeah. What? Yeah. Either way, my point was that you guys have it at three. I have it at four. This was we put we gave it a fifty-two point three percent, and it's still a top. Three, four, four five, top five movies. But yeah, the top five movie for all of us. That sucks. That's sad. That is so like, sad. Yeah. You know how much of a hard time we had building our six packs for our Marvel? Like, and the fact that we can all easily put this in the top five. It took us five seconds each. Five seconds. Makes DC just look so bad. Like Nick we, thought about our Marvel six pack for weeks. I mean, like eight weeks. We were playing. I mean, I he thought just, about he my. He wasn't ready. He kept putting us off. I thought about my top three for a long time, and like my thinking is, this movie was in my top three in a second. The villain was Parallax, by the way. I think right, right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You don't care because Bleed Green Lantern is a terrible movie. But Sinestro, you knew about Sinestro. Yeah, that he was at the the teaser at that movie. After no, the but credits. but the thing was, Parallax was the fir- the very first person to utilize fear and in a ring, and then Sinestro was the person to utilize it prominently. And you remembered Sinestro at the end of that movie, right? And it was Mark Strong. He was a great. I actor. don't give a dick about Hysteria. I wanted to see more of a Sinestro. Yeah. I actually wanted Suddenly, to see what... Hysteria wasn't in like Iron Man 1. Yeah, true. Sinestro, Sinestro was in the movie for like 30 minutes. He like... Well, he was in like the first... He, was, he was in each act. At the very uh, least. Was he in the last act? Either way. Yeah, Either she way. was like Linda Carter. She was talked about for half a second. That it was just Linda Carter. And it Either was all, way, and it was all the old people. That's at the home best like, cookie. Oh, I remember watching her. That's the best cookie that DC's come out with was Sinestro. Uh, yeah. Because Sinestro was like something that I actually wanted to see. While Green Lantern wasn't that great of a movie, Sinestro is like they had a good actor for it. They could have nailed Sinestro with that. Because yeah. like we've always said, DC villains are better than their heroes. And Sinestro would have been so much cooler to see. Well, Green Lantern's one of my favorite superheroes because they like they can think of anything and make it happen. And then in the movies, it was so, it was so stupid. Like, it was the, so stupid. It was they so limited. Fucking, uh, what they so made. Limited. In, like, You're right. Yeah. You're right. 100% right. There's so many other like ring colors that you could 
get into, but they're not going to. Well, maybe they will but now they that they're should. making an HBO Max series. But okay. anyway, we're talking about Wonder Woman eighty four. It was I'm bad. Just, yeah, I'm disgusted. We're talking so much DC Max. Sorry, live action but DC. This is live action DC. me out. They're about to bring in the Green Lantern Corps, which I'm actually excited for because that has implications for bringing in the other lanterns. And the other lanterns, like, when you analyze the aspect of emotions that go into the lantern, it's actually interesting to, like, watch how lanterns uh, utilize their um, aspects of emotion. So, like, fear, anger, hatred, happiness, love. Like, all of these things are emotions. And then there's also one lantern that's called the White Lantern that can embody all of them. And that was a really cool comic book series, too. But Wonder Woman 84. 52.3% from the pod. Yeah. Not great. <laughs> I was, I mean, yeah, want. yeah and, watch it. And it's if I'm going to be honest, we talked about Patty Jenkins um, directing the... Oh, what was it? The New Re- Knights of the New Republic? Something? Oh, I don't know. Rogue Rangers, Squadron. Of, Rangers of the New like Republic. That. No, it was Rogue Squad. Oh, okay. Yeah, Not excited for this movie anymore. I'm gonna oh, be series, right? God, really? Oh. I'm going to be fucking blunt. Okay, well, this is like the worst thing that Patty Jenkins has ever done. Everything yeah. else is pretty top tier. Yeah. But this is Lady Bird. This is pretty fucking Lady low. Bird. I always think king of the hill when i hear lady bird it's it's a great movie but i always think don't get me wrong he'll go lady those bird. are great this is low like a low low yeah but a director i mean a director doesn't write the script like it, she did like you said it was visually pleasing and like there's good cinematography all that, that that's the director she could have edited the script though like come on i don't know Who but cares? it was bad it was terrible yeah well, I, I think we pretty much hit this one. I want her to do well with the uh, Rangers of the New Republic or whatever, Rogue Squadron. Like, I, I'm, I was really hopeful for it before this. I'm less so hopeful now. I still want it to do well because I'm afraid for Star Wars' future because I think they have a lot of good things with uh, Filoni and Favreau. But like, after watching this movie. Kind of sketchy. Yeah. Well, she was said she was like hindered in the first Wonder Woman, and I'm really wondering how much she was hindered in this one, or if she wasn't hindered at all. And if she wasn't hindered at all, then what the fuck did I just watch? Because, come on. Like, that's not the best movie that could have been put out from Wonder Woman 2. That's not. Alright, I'm just going to end this right now. No, but if you enjoyed our episode today. When we dog shit on <laughs> Wonder Woman 84. <laughs> we didn't actually dog shit on We gave it a, a decent review. Meh. 52%, right? It's a, it's a full-on meh. It's meh. Meh. So if you enjoyed our meh, give us a follow on Spotify. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Luke underscore McDermott and at DrewGrill38 and at Whitaker Nick. At Whitaker Nick. Make sure you heard Two that. Two T's. Two T's on Whitaker. And make sure that you like and retweet all of our posts about our podcast going out so we can make sure to get it to as many people as possible. That would be lit. (laughs) Wish you were were buried.